I'm Jamelin Steffen, and this is Want to Want It, episode number 60, Rethinking Gratitude. Welcome to Want to Want It, a podcast for women of The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, who are ready to ignite not only their sexual desire, but all of their desires to create a more fulfilling life and marriage. I'm Jamelin Steffen. I'm a certified life coach, a wife, and a mother of seven children. I'm excited to share my personal journey to desire with you and teach you how to desire more as well. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the podcast today. Today, I want to talk to you about a different way to approach gratitude, which has really changed how I am applying gratitude in my life. So about six months ago, I had the privilege of listening to a man named Kevin Clayson speak. I was in a training and he came and spoke to us in that training and he is super energetic and really fun to watch. And he talked to us about gratitude and something that he calls flipping the gratitude switch. So maybe you've heard of this. If you haven't, you're going to want to listen in because before you think that this is just the same old stuff that you've always heard, I want you to just give me a chance to explain this to you because we pay a lot of lip service to the power of gratitude. But I actually think we sell ourselves a little short because we focus on things that are easy to be grateful for. Like sometimes we almost become robotic about it and don't even really feel the gratitude in our bodies. We just kind of say things or write things down in a journal, but we're not actually feeling that gratitude. And Kevin really opened my eyes to a new way to use gratitude and to get really good at feeling it. And I want to share that with you. So after I listened to him speak, I went and I bought his book called Flip the Gratitude Switch. Flip is actually an acronym that I'm going to explain later. And I'm really excited to share this with you. Maybe you're going to want to buy his book after and look him up on social media. And I think that's super great. I obviously don't get anything from that. He has no idea who I am. But for those of you who just kind of want the Coles notes, this podcast is for you. So Kevin had a really great story of how he discovered the idea of flipping the gratitude switch that he really wants to share with the world because he wants us to be able to live with joy no matter what is happening around us. Okay, so At the beginning of his speech to us, and he talks about in the book, is he was just really struggling in his personal life. Things weren't going well at work. He was having troubles with one of the guys that he worked with. Um, His personal life, they were super exhausted. They'd had this premature baby that had been up a lot, and they were always checking on, and now this baby wouldn't sleep through the night. And so he was super exhausted trying to help his wife, because when he was home not traveling, he felt like he needed to help her and give her a break. And He was just really getting to this point of breakdown, feeling like life was just so difficult. And he knew that he really needed to practice gratitude. That was something that really came to him in his mind was, you need to start practicing gratitude. And so he started some gratitude practices, but he just felt like it really wasn't having any effect on him. It wasn't doing what he had hoped it was going to do for him when he felt inspired to have more gratitude. So one day as he was considering all of this, he thought about a conference that he'd been to. And Darren Hardy had been speaking at that conference. And he thought, I got to go back to my notes and see what it was that Darren Hardy said about gratitude. There's something he said about gratitude. So he found his notebook from a few years before and he opened it up. And this is what Darren Hardy had said. Don't keep a gratitude journal. Keep a frustration journal. Write your frustration in your journal and then write about what you are grateful for about that frustration. Okay, so for example, if a guy cuts you off at traffic and you're super frustrated, instead of just letting that frustration rule your day, you would say, I'm just so grateful he didn't hit me. Okay, because that changes everything. 
Like I said before, it's easy to be thankful when life is good and things are working out. What would change for us, though, if we could be thankful when things are not how we want them to be? This can work for little frustrations all the way to massive disappointments and some of the most tragic circumstances we may face in our life. Now, before I go any further, I want you to understand I'm not trying to say that we just need to be happy all the time. That is not what this is. You are still a human. This is about finding things to be grateful for no matter what, even when life feels terrible. So we can feel grief or disappointment or sadness and still practice gratitude. So Kevin decided to put this theory to the test. And in his book, he actually discusses the idea that Darren Hardy gave of if you have something that is really frustrating you for 21 days, trying to find something you're grateful for about that specific thing. But he decided just to use this in his everyday life for every little frustration that came his way. So he started to watch for when he felt frustrated, and then he was trying to find something to be grateful for in that frustration. And the longer he did this, the more he understood the power of it and how it was actually changing his life like he thought gratitude should. And then he came up with this formula that he calls the FLIP formula, and here's what it is. So the F in FLIP stands for find the frustration. The L, look for what is awesome. Okay, so you're going to ask yourself, what could be awesome about this? Or what is awesome in this situation? Because this stops your brain from going down the frustration rabbit hole and gets it focused on something else. The I stands for insert or install gratitude. So in his book, he says insert gratitude. But when he was speaking to us live, he said he's actually going to do another copy of the book and use the word install gratitude, just like installing an app on your phone right? Because it's this idea of the language we use and the story we start to tell ourselves will begin to install gratitude into our bodies. So by saying, I'm so thankful, and then putting something awesome that we have found there, we're actually installing gratitude or inserting gratitude into our bodies. And the P in FLIP stands for power up your gratifuel. This is the word that he came up with because gratitude actually fuels us to show up better and better in our lives. And it fuels us to be more grateful. So it actually changes the chemistry in our brain and the neuropathways as well. So gratitude increases your dopamine and makes you feel good, but not that false pleasure dopamine hit, right? It's actually the dopamine hit that brings you lasting happiness and helps you to move in a direction that is more positive, doing more things you're grateful for, showing up better in the world. So you, he calls it gratifuel, that the gratitude actually fuels goodness in your life. So Kevin feels so strongly that gratitude is not just a thing that you feel, but a thing that you do. And that's why when you flip the gratitude switch, when you follow those four steps, you aren't just setting yourself up to feel gratitude. You're actually doing gratitude. The idea of flipping the gratitude switch is not just being thankful for things, but grateful in them. That's the doing of gratitude, okay? So I've been practicing flipping the gratitude switch for the last five or six months with varying degrees of success. It certainly is a practice and definitely takes practice, but overall it has been so powerful for me and at times actually very healing. So let me just give you a recent example of how I use this in my life because it's actually nothing earth shattering, but I want to just demonstrate how it can start to change your life if you just apply this formula to your little everyday frustrations. Because those frustrations build up and increase the negativity in your life. They increase the amount you complain and the tension in your relationships and all those kind of things. 
But if we all practiced flipping our frustrations into gratitude more, then we would build up more gratitude, more happiness, better relationships, and overall more goodness in our lives. So no matter the frustration, big or small, this is a powerful practice and worthwhile because it all adds up to more goodness in your life. So we were recently at a basketball tournament out of town, and my youngest boy, who's just turned 13, started to complain about this pain in his tooth. And I realized like, oh, he's got a problem here with this tooth. And luckily, our dentist had a child on the same team. And so I said to him, hey, can you just look at this kid's tooth for a second? And he looks and he said to me, I actually think he has an infection. And I was like, oh my goodness, of course, that's what we're going to do right now. So I said to him, can you call a prescription in for him? And he was like, absolutely. So he called, he found a pharmacy that was just a minute from the high school we were at just before the boys game started and called in a prescription for me. So I jumped in the car and I, and I raced down the road to the pharmacy. And as I walk in, I said, hey, my dentist just called in a prescription for my son. And the pharmacist kind of snapped at me. <laughs> it was like, it just came in. It's not ready. And I was like, oh yeah, totally fine. Um, so he was a little bit snappy and kind of threw me off a little bit. And so they got me information that they needed from me. And then I'm waiting and I'm waiting and I'm waiting. And I'm getting a little bit antsy because I actually don't want to miss this game. It's one of my son's last games and I want to be there. And I'd already been parked kind of far away from the school because there wasn't parking up close. And so I knew I was going to probably have to park far away again. And anyways, I started to realize, oh, I am getting frustrated. And this is actually an opportunity for me to flip the gratitude switch. Okay, so I found the frustration, right? The pharmacist is a little snappy. I'm waiting longer than I thought I was going to be waiting. I might miss this game. I'm probably going to have to park far away. Like that's the frustration. That's the story that I'm telling myself, okay? But I decided to look for what was awesome and, and I started to install that gratitude, right? So I started to say, I just can't believe how lucky we are that our dentist is here with us as, and we're out of town. I didn't have to go find another dentist for this kid. And that he even had the wherewithal to think he probably has an infection. And that he could just literally pick up the phone and call in that prescription to a pharmacy that is one minute down the road from this school. And how lucky are we to live in a time when we have access to such incredible medicines so that my child doesn't have to suffer and die from a tooth infection? And how awesome that even if I miss the entire first half of my son's game, I actually can turn it on on my phone and watch it while I wait. And then I could just feel myself honestly power up with that gratifuel. Because the gratitudes just started to fill my whole body. And I just felt myself relax. And I remembered that, oh, I didn't get to read my scriptures this morning. I can do that while I wait. And then my husband texted and said, hey, our son forgot his Gatorade for the game. Can you grab him some? So I was able to do that because I was still in the pharmacy. And then when the pharmacist called me up to get the prescription, I was calm and I was kind. And I expressed gratitude to him for doing it for me so quickly. And then he was way more reasonable with me. And then... I looked at my watch and I was like, oh, I actually can still get to this game before it starts. And I am so grateful for that. And I went back to find parking and I actually found a way better spot than I'd had before, way closer to the door. And, and I was just so grateful for that. And that gratifuel that he calls it just kept propelling me into the school. And I made it into the gym just before the game started and got my son his medicine and got to watch the game. And, and I got to feel so good about how I had showed up in the pharmacy. Like it's such a simple example, but it was so powerful for me. Now, recently, I've had some more challenging situations come up in my life that I have been able to practice this on as well. And as I name the frustration and then start to look for what's awesome, 
I'm finding that I am so grateful for the opportunities to grow up and mature a little more as a person. I am so grateful because tough situations always bring a lot of good growth for me and increase my capacity to have compassion for others who are facing this and increase my capacity to handle things in the future that may be harder. And I'm just so thankful for that. I am thankful for the relationship I'm developing with my Savior and with my Heavenly Father as I find that my need for their comfort and guidance has increased significantly. Not that I didn't need them before, because I did, but current circumstances are pushing me to rely on them more wholly and to be more humble and teachable. And I have more gratitude for the days that are easier. I have more gratitude for the goodness that is in my life, even when other things are hard. And I have so much more gratitude for the support of others and for their listening ears and supportive gestures. I just want to note that I'm not telling you that we're trying to eliminate the feeling of frustration from our lives completely. I mean, that would be lovely, but probably not super realistic. It's great if this helps us decrease our frustration, but the point of flipping the gratitude switch isn't to stop us from feeling frustrated. It's simply to increase our feelings of gratitude. That's all. And I just want to say that again, just in a different way. This isn't about never feeling frustrated. This is just about feeling gratitude more often because gratitude is so good for our souls. It is so good for our relationships. It is so good for our mood and just for the world around us because when we put more good thoughts and vibes out into the world in the form of gratitude, it actually increases the positivity of the whole world. And that matters. I want to also talk a little bit about flipping the gratitude switch when your frustration is with yourself. Now, the name of this podcast is Want to Want It. And so many of the women, especially that I talk to, want to want things in their lives, especially when it comes to their sexual relationships. They really want to feel more desire than they do. And maybe for some of you listening, it's more of the idea of, I want to want to exercise, or I want to want to eat good food that's better for me, or I want to want to try that new idea for my business, but I just can't seem to get myself to do it. I just can't seem to get my desire high enough to act. And so I'm frustrated with myself. Listen, frustration is never going to help you create desire or inspire you to act. So flipping the gratitude switch when you are frustrated with yourself is something I want you to try. If you're frustrated with your current level of sexual desire, can you find what is awesome about that situation? Now, I know that your brain is thinking, nothing, nothing is awesome. This is causing so many problems in my marriage. But what I want you to do is to actually require your brain to come up with an answer. What is awesome? Even in this frustration that you can be thankful for. It could be awesome that you're married. Maybe you're just so grateful to be married. It could be awesome that you have felt sexual desire before and you're just so grateful for the times when it feels easy. It could be awesome that you even have the opportunity to learn about desire and that you live in a time where there is a massive abundance of information and help from people struggling with this very thing. And so many women who are speaking out about this and you're not alone and the struggle has actually put some positive pressure on your marriage that has required both you and your husband to grow up. Whatever it is, you come up with it. You come up with what is awesome. But when you're frustrated with yourself, when you want to believe you're broken, when you want to beat yourself up for letting yourself down, whatever it is, I want you to flip the gratitude switch. If nothing else, this will improve your relationship with yourself so much, and it will open you up to desire. Now, back in November of 2020, the prophet and president of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, Russell M. Nelson, sent out a video message called The Healing Power of Gratitude. Now, no one here can forget 2020. 
so much happened that year. And two big things that really stick out to me were the pandemic, the COVID pandemic, and then the killing of George Floyd that started the Black Lives Matter movement. Now, that was a hard year for a lot of us. There was lots of civil unrest and arguments about how things should be done. And people were kept from their families and families and communities started to become torn apart because of differing opinions and ideologies and points of views. And it was a hard year. So this message that he sent out was very timely. And here's what President Nelson said about why he gave this message. Okay, he said, a few weeks ago, I woke in the middle of the night with the thought that I should offer a prayer of gratitude to God for all of his children around the globe. Thoughts flooded my mind of all the things for which we should be grateful and how expressing that gratitude could become a healing spirit in our lives. As the inspiration came, specific details, including when and how I should share this message, came to my mind and heart. The video message shared today was not one that came by chance. It is one that came from heaven. Okay, so as the video begins, and if you want to watch it, I will try to remember to link it in the show notes. He talks about how over his 96 years of life, he has seen many sad, hard, tragic things and many amazing, wonderful things. He talks a little about those who are working tirelessly to stop the spread of COVID-19 and to help those who are suffering with it. And then he says, I view the current pandemic as only one of the many ills that plague our world, including hate, civil rest, racism, violence, dishonesty, and lack of civility. There is no medication or operation that can fix the many spiritual woes and maladies that we face. And then he goes on to say, There is, however, a remedy, one that may seem surprising, because it flies in the face of our natural intuitions. Nevertheless, its effects have been validated by scientists as well as men and women of faith. I am referring to the healing power of gratitude. I have concluded that counting our blessings is far better than recounting our problems. No matter our situation, showing gratitude for our privileges is a fast-acting and long-lasting spiritual prescription. Does gratitude spare us from sorrow, sadness, grief, and pain? No, but it does soothe our feelings. It provides us with a greater perspective on the very purpose and joy of life. So then he goes on to talk about his wife who died by his side and two of his daughters who had been taken by cancer. And these were super difficult things for him, but he demonstrates how he flipped the gratitude switch because he says this, I'm grateful to God for the nearly 60 years Dancil and I shared together, for a lifetime of love and joy and cherished memories. I'm grateful to God for the years I had with my two departed daughters. This father's heart melts when I see attributes of those girls in the precious faces of their children and grandchildren. And then he gives us a list of things that we can be grateful for, including the opportunity to repent and start over, right? You see, we don't have to be eternally frustrated with ourselves. We can just be grateful that we can repent when we make mistakes. And he also says that we can give thanks for our trials from which we learn things we would not know otherwise. So at this training that Kevin Clayson came to talk to us at, I learned the positivity model from Dr. Paul Jenkins. And part of his positivity model works with the idea of gratitude. No matter our circumstances, it could always be better or it could always be worse. So when we focus on how things could always be better, we feel depressed. I have a nice house, but it could be way nicer, right? That doesn't feel good. Whereas when we focus on how things could always be worse, I'm just so thankful my house doesn't have dirt floors and a thatched roof. I am so lucky. Then we're filled with gratitude. We're able to find what is awesome about our current circumstance. Now again, I want you to be super careful with this. I know some people that when they start to look at how good their life is, 
right? When they're like, I'm just so thankful I have running water and I'm so thankful to live in a neighborhood where I can walk my dog alone and be safe, whatever it is. Instead of being filled with gratitude, they're actually filled with guilt. They feel so bad that they have what other people don't have or can't have. And instead of feeling so thankful, they feel bad about it. And I get it. I have done this to myself. But I don't think this is helpful because it actually makes me want to hide my life and not acknowledge it or share the goodness from it. When I feel grateful, I feel abundant. I feel like I have so much. And when I focus on those feelings, it actually makes it easier for me to be generous and it makes it easier for me to desire to share and to contribute to causes that decrease the disparity that we see around us. One of my dear, dear friends and mentors recently shared with me the idea of a gratitude train. So here's how she explains the gratitude train. You just start with something small, basic, and really easy to be grateful for. And then you just kind of see where that leads your mind to have more things to be grateful for. But she's like, get really specific and try and go fast, really build momentum. Because if you can do this for a full minute or even longer, then you actually start to feel different as the gratitude builds in your body. And so she said, for me, I feel like my energy expands. All of a sudden, situations and problems seem less dramatic and less important. Even if all you can be grateful for is your hands that can make dinner or a pen that writes, that's enough for the train to start. And then you'll start to see the wonders around you as miracles. And that really quickly starts to build this gratitude train where you just feel so much gratitude and it just builds and expands. And I think when we flip the gratitude, when we find that frustration, if we can build a gratitude train, in that frustration, that it will fill us with that gratitude and that gratifuel, as Kevin talks about, and can be so powerful. One last thing I want to suggest as you work to increase the gratitude in your life is to learn how to be intensely grateful for the people that are around you. This is just another way really to increase the love you feel for others. But let's admit it, oftentimes people around us can be frustrating. So what would change if you practice being grateful for those same people? Maybe their actions are frustrating, but can you find gratitude for their existence? Even if they're not frustrating you, what would change for you and your relationships if you practice being grateful for the person right in front of you at any given moment? Like really grateful for them, feeling it in your body. That would really change how you communicated with each other. Okay, so let's quickly review. First, find the frustration. Then look for what's awesome. Install or insert gratitude and then power up with that gratifuel and use the gratitude train if you need to. And then watch how gratitude heals your heart and changes your outlook on life. If you want to be happy, you have to choose gratitude. It is actually an essential part of happiness. This is a practice. It won't be easy to do all the time or overnight, but keep at it. Don't keep at it so you'll never feel a negative emotion again. That's not the point. Keep at it so that you can just feel more gratitude in your life and be fueled by it. I want to end with this quote from Gabby Bernstein. This is what she said. A powerful way we multiply miracles is by appreciating and appreciating more. When we are grateful, more goodness and miracles come into our lives. And I just know that. I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening today. If you like what you hear on the podcast and you'd like to learn more, feel free to head over to my website, jamelandstephancoaching.com or find me on Instagram or Facebook at jamelandstephancoaching.